You're listening to the Whistle Pulse podcast with me, Laura Hanlon, keeping your finger on the pulse with all the local info you need to know. I've got you covered every weekday morning. Good morning. Apologies for messing up yesterday on uploading the pulse. It was accidentally set as private instead of public, and I didn't find out until about 11 a.m. But here we are, 6.52 on January 19th. And what do we have going on on the hill? Not much. (laughs) Just, uh, yeah, zero centimeters in the past, well, overnight, in the past 48 hours. In fact, just two in the past seven days. And if you've been skiing, you know, it's, it's been variable, pretty spring scheme. That's going to be nothing compared to this weekend with the, uh, well, unseasonable, uh, seasonally mild temperatures uh, we've got coming, apparently under, yeah, an inversion. So it'll be, well, yeah, uh, get your sunscreen ready for Saturday in particular. But today, looking at pretty uh, pretty mild temperatures when some variable visibility as well. In fact, you can see that in the valley already, quite a bit of what you call what was it other people call it around the Kootenays, like the Kootenay Sea? Yeah, like a blanket of low-lying cloud, but you punch through it and you get better visibility at the top. Well, we'll see if that's what we get today, what with temperatures a little cooler than yesterday morning for sure. At the peaks of Whistler and Blackcomb, we're looking at minus five to minus six on Blackcomb and winds between sort of 20 to, well, a bit we're a bit gustier on 7th uh, coming from the south. But uh, across the, the musical bum, and those elevations a little cooler than yesterday started off around minus three to minus four and around Catskin and minus two uh, and Pig Alley there as well, like 1,500 to 1,650 meters. But in the valley, <clears throat> it's currently like 0.6 degrees. Looking for a high of just one degree today with some drizzle. Yeah, looking for wet snow at times in the valley this morning with rain beginning this afternoon. Some fog patches as well due to dissipate around noon. But uh yeah, with that steady temperature, we will be getting some wet snow start this afternoon. In fact, looking for a couple centimeters in the afternoon on the hill, maybe 10 overnight, but with a freezing level of 1200 meters into tomorrow morning, I don't think it'll be the reset we're all hoping for, but hey, fingers crossed after, uh, yeah, two centimeters of snow in the past seven days, we'll take what we can get uh, for a little dabble before those spring temperatures really arrive on Saturday, along with some sunshine Friday. But we do have some groomers as it's good to shred today in these spring conditions. 37 on Whistler, but 51 on Blackcomb. And uh, yeah, an alpine high of sort of minus two really predicted today. Mm-hmm. Having a look at the grooming list, nothing super exciting. In fact, minimal uh, grooming out in Symphony and on Whistler, like I said today. But if you are looking to do any backcountry travel, the, the backcountry forecast hasn't really changed much in the past few days. No, still considered moderate in the Alpine, so heightened avalanche conditions on specific terrain features that's looking for, you know, uh, ridgetop pockets along with some mid-slope cross-loading and fr- put- pockets of apparently fresh snow too as you transition into wind affected terrain but that's going to change very much with the fresh snow that would do overnight tonight looking uh currently 
for levels to rise well well up to f- a level four and high in the alpine and considerable in treeline and below treeline. And uh, yeah, that uh, bulletin for the Sea to Sky will update after 4 p.m. tomorrow. I'll give you the heads up on that tomorrow. We'll see how much sits on the storm board, hey? Wayne Flan's Avalanche blog is hoping for more snow by next Wednesday. But you know what uh, Wednesdays are for? Well, Wednesdays are a great opportunity to try cross-country skiing, be it classic or skate up in the Callahan at their very reduced rate of $8 for park entry or $8 for rentals. And Whistler Foods do food deal, Whistler Cooks do catered food deals there as well. But we cancelled last week, didn't we, Sally, due to the rain. And we're looking to go again tonight, what with uh, a pretty limited schedule right now. So could be the opportunity to go next week if there's still some spring and sunny skies. But hey, whatever. So if we get a little snowed on tonight, uh, that won't be so bad, hey? Right? Sunrise today is at two minutes past eight. Sunset is going to be at quarter to five, which is, uh, yeah, super great to see if you ask me. And just in case you're wondering, the warmest uh, January 19th ever recorded was back in 1995 in Whistler at 6.7 degrees. And the coldest was minus 18. So, yeah, uh, unseasonably warm temperatures is right for this coming weekend, but it's not something we haven't seen in January. There was, I've definitely remembered a couple of times where it's been super warm. But let me tell you about the roads. All of these, uh, well, the warmer valley conditions have meant all that compact snow has melted to reveal some potholes. And Miller Capilano have been doing, uh, well, a lot, so much hard work, what with snow plowing and keeping up with that demand and now trying to fix some nasty potholes. I've already mentioned it was um, well looked after last week, the one on the Rutherford Bridge, along with the Lillooet River Bridge in Pemberton, but still a lot of localized potholes, especially within Whistler. Um, Whistler Village. If you look on Blackcomb Way, there's some, uh, yeah, some nasty ones. So keep your eyes peeled for that affecting your drive, along with the fact that the Coca-Cola reopens today, Highway 5, between Hope and Merritt to regular traffic, which will really help open up access to the interior for non-commercial traffic. That opens up today. Yeah, true fact. Uh, a report of a bit of debris falling off the Duffy into the road, but that's not unusual. Well, with the uh, melt cycle, that could be, especially with the snow we're, affecting, we're expecting tonight, affect the road through to tomorrow and the, well, yeah, through to tomorrow. So heads up on potential plans on the Duffy. But the big news, of course, locally is the public health order being amended, quite a lot of extensions on it through to February 17th. Yeah, but some new protocol lifting uh, tomorrow, January 20th, which is great news for, for gyms and health centers, small, you know, uh, small um, uh, health center owners like uh, Whistler Creek Athletic Club owner Hannah Edelston. Uh, a great article in the peak last night that I was reading about all the hoops and that they'll have to change. Of course, it means for gyms now opening, they'll be at a 50% capacity when there has to be a distance of 2.5 meters in between individuals. But it is very much a start for local business owners that they're really going to be pumped to get going. However, there are still restrictions on restaurants and bars with a max table size of six people and uh, yeah, bars and nightclubs being closed right through until February 17th, an extension until then. 
Unless, of course, they've uh, learned to pivot and make pizza. Uh, <laughs> what else to let you know today? How about uh, this uh, monthly meeting coming up next week, actually, on January 27th at 7 p.m. For POW, the Whistler uh, contingent of Protect Our Winters, they're meeting at 7 p.m. at the Whistler Racket Club in their uh, smaller conference room. And that's going to be happening this coming Monday. It also being a Wednesday, it means that uh, let's get quizzical. Whistler is going down tonight. But these restrictions do mean that, uh, well, sorry, the extension up until February 16th does affect the Squamish Lillooet Cultural Center's uh, Spoes feasts for the season. So they're going to be cancelling their remaining ones, unfortunately. But the museum, cafe, gift shop remain open Tuesday through Sunday, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. So they are closed Mondays. So unfortunately, they're going to be cancelling their Spoes feasts for the remaining of the yeah of their of their season so i know the performance team is is saying that with really heavy hearts so i'm sorry that that's affecting you and that lovely celebration hmm uh, what else do we have going on this coming week? It being the 29th, uh, the Coconee Valley Race Series is on again tomorrow. More information about that online. And Whistler Pride and Ski Festival will be kicking off on January 23rd. In fact, I know there's going to be a couple of comedy events around that too at the Maury Young Arts Centre as well as one at the Whistler Conference Centre that Saturday. But And it will be, of course, very much affected by current uh, restrictions and protocols but uh, it's always such a wonderful celebration here in town and that's going to be kicking off on January 23rd uh, along with... What else did I pick up on this morning, it being Wednesday? Uh, well, Meadow Park reopened yesterday due to some air tightening. I asked the staff, apparently the air was super tight as of yesterday when it reopened at 4pm. A lot of people enjoying the pool and a lot of people enjoying a throwback map online from 1980. Really cool to see this old version of, you know, Whistler and Black Crow Mountains back when you couldn't get a dual mountain pass. It was one of the other and seeing all those just how much terrain we have now in comparison really it is a super uh yeah so, yeah, super just amazing to see like uh, you've got all the classics like Stoker, Gear Jammer, all of those runs on Black Cone, but no terrain like zigzag and out that way by to excel on those chairs. And, you know, a lot of the lifts were just called green chair, orange chair, red, and they just don't exist now. Super cool to see. Yeah, and I think it's uh, by artist Murray Hay. Uh, we've been used to James's recently, but yeah, super cool flashback online for that, along with, uh, well, somebody sharing a video of how to uh, do Zoom calls while skiing. Ooh, I don't recommend that one. And also uh, some news online of the, the Scandinav Spa are doing their local days again. They're back with a reduced access, a reduced rate for baths access on Tuesdays. Uh, yeah, I know. I believe you no longer have to reserve in advance for baths access as well. But let's give you, uh, well, what Scotty Yule and Helena Wu uh, some birthday shout outs. Happy birthday, guys. Hope you have a wonderful day. And I'll also give you some throwback facts from Stinkies on the Stroll that are, yeah, some huge ones here. How about this one from 1977? A then world record largest crowd gathering. It was the Hindu Kumela in India attracting a then record 15 million people. 
almost half the population of Canada in one place. Absolutely incredible. It would have been Janice Joplin's birthday today. Yeah, true fact. But uh, it is Dolly Parton's. She turns 76 today. Pretty cool. Definitely an excuse to listen to some Dolly today. Uh, And apparently the world's uh, first men's briefs were actually sold in Chicago called the Jockey on this day in 1935. Mm-hmm. Probably Cooper's Inc. apparently. In 2013, Lance Armstrong admitted to doping in all seven of his Tour de France uh, victories. Mm-hmm. In 1883, the first electric lighting system employing overhead wires was built by Thomas Edison. And that was in, uh, it began service in Rizal in New Jersey. This day in 1883. Yeah. Wild. I think that's wild. More facts for you too. The Beatles actually made their first national TV appearance in the UK on this day. They performed Please Please Me. Uh, Yeah, 1963. Yeah, wild, hey. The Monkees were at number one in the UK on this day with I'm a Believer in 1967, which was uh, actually composed by Neil Diamond, and it had one million advance orders, went gold within two days of its release. Uh It's one of fewer than 40 all-time singles to have actually sold 10 million or more physical copies worldwide. Yeah, I thought that was uh, a wild fact for you, including this one from Fleetwood Mac in 1993. They reformed to perform at Clint, uh, Bill Clinton's inauguration. Yeah, apparently their track Don't Stop was used as the theme for his campaign. I had no idea about that. Yeah, yeah, crazy. Um, and uh, yeah, I'll wrap it up there. I've got a great joke for you today. I love this one. What did the bra say to the hat? You go on ahead. I'll give these two a lift. Oh, come on. That one's great. Please. I heard someone laugh, surely, somewhere. All right. And today's track of the day. I had bloody trouble with my playlist yesterday. Here we go. Uh, the track that I'm actually recommending and or just talking about today is from Thelma Plum, who I've actually mentioned before on the podcast from her debut album, Better in Black, and the self-titled track that I really loved last year. She's an Aboriginal singer from New South Wales and has some beautiful messaging in her music. She actually has a, a single that came out in October called Homecoming Queen Strings, but the track I'm really digging right now is not angry anymore and uh yeah some beautiful messaging in that really lovely track from her and maybe you'll like it yeah uh that's the track of the day Woo! i've uh blasted away for 14 minutes time to wrap it up for a wednesday maybe i'll see you out in the callahan tonight for some cross-country skiing or on the hill a little later this morning have a great day Pulse podcast is here for you every weekday morning at 7.15ish and is sponsored by Stinkies on the Stroll. Stroll on down for all your hunger, thirst, sporting and apres needs.